evening, ballers. Welcome to the 24th episode of A Step Back. Obi. It's your host, Leon Tompkins. My main man, Jacob Moses. Uh, you know, here uh, in the middle of playoff basketball, uh, coming to you live. How you feeling this evening, brother? I am good. Loving, loving life. Sports is back. Basketball is running things right now, which is good to see. And we're going to talk some NBA, WNBA, midseason awards, bubble awards. Man, let's get this rolling and live in color. And live in color. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a rough day watching the Nets um, we get their heart out and lose the It was a tough one. But um, first and foremost, I, I really want to thank the members of this group here. Uh, we reached our reached 400 members uh, recently, and we want to take time out and say thank you to everyone thank in the group. You. Absolutely. Uh, you, you guys are what make this happen. Um, you guys make the group. Just, you know, keep on contributing. Mm-hmm. Um, keep making those prayers, invite your friends in and you know we just keep it going you know Absolutely. but but you know this group is what you make of it and we hit 400 and we just you know make it go higher and uh again thank you to everyone in the group thank you jacob oh thank you it's um, fun man i love it yeah man um it, it was just as fun as what we did last week. Uh, we left off with our good friend Randy over at the Audible uh, Football Life. But uh, last week, we left off with the race for eight. Um, it was exciting. 14 for two spots. Uh, the Suns in the 10th spot then. They they won their game. Uh, Grizzlies won their game, in which then eliminated the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got into one of the one of the best regular season games I've seen in a while with mm-hmm. the Blazers um, taking on the Brooklyn Nets. You know, my guys, they fought hard and the Blazers playing for their playoff lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what'd you make of the whole race uh, coming in? Man, this was great <laughs> to watch. It was just unbelievable. Just how hard they played. And especially with the Nets, let's talk about that. How hard they played. They had nothing to play for. They were in. Right. They went out, Jock Bones said, listen, we're going to go out and play. And they, if Dame, you know, <laughs> wasn't pulling up from half court hitting them, they would have been dead to rights. But just this eighth and ninth race was amazing to watch. You saw Devin Booker, you know, showing how good he is. Dame, it was Dame time. Mello, his rejuvenation. Nurkic playing for his grandmother, you know. You know, RP to her. It was just... McCollum playing with his bad back. His back is broken, spinal. Um it was it was really amazing to watch. And it man, they need to do this more. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, is it, do you got it when he pulled up? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, so we're gonna catch we got Mello in the corner. Corner Mello. Mello has been really showing out clutch uh Lately here, and, and this is a great game. Levert was killing him the yes. entire game. 
he was. So that Harry Trent, the known defensive wizard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Nurkic right there. That dude, that's like the heart of the team right there. You talk about Lillard, but Nurkic has been getting those tough rebounds. Look at Levert with that turnaround. Man, that kid is, that's a star right there, man. You got to know yeah, something. And, anyone, and that, that's it. I knew that since Michigan. <laughs> but yeah, this game was great. Look at, you know, was that the fro? <laughs> mm-hmm. right, Jared, look at that. Playing tough. Just Nurkic playing hard as usual. Then, man, this this game was good. <laughs> so back and forth and just, man. Yeah, and, and like when you look at um, Lillard later on, mm. I mean, look at Lillard with the defensive play. It was just still playing for his life there. Mm-hmm. Then McCollum came up too. He hit a couple of big shots and just couldn't guard him. No. It, look at that. Look at Levert. I mean, he's showing, he's showing what a leader does. He's like, listen, you got your third star. No need to look. You don't need a bill. You got me. But, yeah, he 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 had a good look on that one, too. But, yeah, you talk about surviving. <laughs> that's what Portland did. And they went in there. That's, with a, that's exactly what they did. They stayed alive. Lillard said, listen, we're going to come in here. We're going. We're going. We're going somewhere. And look at now, up 1-0 against the Lakers. So, Anything can happen. Exactly. You know, and we have mentioned it before, you know, Lillard coming in, he said he wanted a chance and he showed why he wanted that chance. Mm-hmm. Knocked off. That's three, four straight wins now. Um, mm-hmm. All of them heavily contested. And showing why he was named the bubble MVP. Mm-hmm. You know, talked about Booker. We talked about TJ Warren. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he went to the right guy, um, 2K cover star. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your thoughts on Lillard uh, getting the MVP? I'm happy. I'm happy for that guy. <laughs> you know, you know me personally, you know I've been a big fan since the second year. So, and just seeing him just to this culmination, see how he can carry his team on his back and just his whole attitude, his demeanor. He lets nothing shake him. I mean, talk about ice in his veins. It just he's what you want in a player. Somebody that's going to be a leader, you know. He's going to be vocal, plays hard. He gets his guy once again. He gets his guys into it. You know, Melo said that was the best play he's ever played with. You know, and that's kind of that's a high praise coming for somebody that's been in the league for what what is seventeen years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it doesn't get everybody gives him respect from Braun. All the way down the list. No, it's everybody. Everybody loves Dame. Maybe PG. You know he respects him, but you know how that goes. But Dame is just—he's one of those players. You no, know, another, another guy that just balls out. That's what he does. I love watching him every night. Yeah, it's—it's it's been real exciting to watch. Um, and, and with with the Phoenix Suns, and they went eight and zero in the bubble. They really showed something for next year. Uh, Devin Booker and, and those guys, mm-hmm. they came in focused and which led Monty Williams to be coach of a bubble. Um, good job from him. Um, they, the Suns had went through a bunch of coaching changes throughout the 
past couple of years and finally settled on Monty Williams. Uh, they let one guy go before his contract even ended. I, I believe he was from uh, overseas, mm -hmm. but it, it was Monty came in, changed the culture, as they say, and really um, led the team to be focused. Mm -hmm. um, basketball life, or uh, what's your thoughts on Monty Williams? He tough player. I mean, you know, he used to be a Nick, so you know I know about him. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just—he was one of those guys. I believe he did. He coached the Pelicans. He did, right? Yeah. Well, he, he had a job. Yeah, I'm, was, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did. I mean, he he got respect all around the league, and he for him to do what he did with this team, it was just a nice little mix of young guys and vets like the Ricky Rubios of the world and. Well, they got, you know, Ricky Rubio, young guys like Cameron Bridges. Johnson, Bridges, mm -hmm. you know, good two-way player. Um, sorry, can't forget about him. He actually showed up. I mean, and of course, Booker, he just led the way in. Like you said, you got building blocks there with – who else was it? Well, I like Cameron Johnson. Sarik is good. Okay. He's still young. Cameron Payne, I, he surprised me because <laughs> – <laughs> like we always talked about who's going to show up, Cameron Payne. I thought he was on his way out of the league. I'm not even going to lie. And you got another building block there. And come the lottery, come the draft, you never know what kind of piece they can add. Oh, excuse me, DeAndre Ayton. Can't forget about him. And so you got your franchise center, franchise shooting guard. You know, Rubio can hold the fort down until they actually get a guard in the draft, what they do need, actually a lead guard. And you never know, Scott might be the limit for the Suns. Yeah, they, they were scorching hot. Um, they really showed out and demanded respect from the rest of the league and saying they're no longer a pushover. So good job out of Monty Williams, coach of the bubble. Absolutely. Um, also named was the first and second teams of the uh, in the bubble, uh, All-NBA, uh, Luca, no surprise there. James Harden, uh, a man, TJ Warren, uh, Booker and Lillard, um, all named first team NBA bubble. Um, the second team really has some interesting names. Uh, to, to, to think that Giannis was a second huh. second team just goes to show how good the first team was. Mm -hmm. uh, KP, Karis LeVert, uh, Michael Porter Jr., and Kawhi. Giannis and Kawhi on a second team is just... <laughs> That's freaking crazy. That's awesome, though. <laughs> yeah. You took about you raise you raise the level, and you raise your game. That's what happens. And seeing guys like Michael Porter Jr., you know, question marks all over the board came like draft night. Who was gonna pick him up? And you know, Denver is just one of those teams that another one fell in their lap. Jokic, he was a second round pick. Boom. You know, Jamal Murray. I mean, just these guys, but Michael Porter Jr., who you didn't know what you were going to get out of him, and it just made this team better. He can shoot, and you watch him play, he got a, he got a KD in him. Like, he really yeah. does. It's crazy, the high arc and release. You know, he he can get down low with you, and he rebounds well. I'm, this kid's going to have a good career if his back holds up. He's well-deserved. Yeah, he, he looked really good uh, today in, in the loss of the Jazz, but you, you could tell he has a picture-perfect uh, 
release the mm-hmm. perfect form and the sky's the limit for Porter Jr. on a on a young loaded Nuggets team. Mm, you ain't lying. <laughs> um, so w- with the Blazers win over the Nets, they got the right to play in the play-in game, mm-hmm. the first ever eight-nine playing game to represent the AC to play the Lakers. And that was an exciting game of itself. You know, uh, Lillard versus Ja, uh, the young Grizzlies team really surprised a lot of people during the regular season. Jaron Jackson came in during the bubble mm-hmm. and kind of catapulted them for the first few games until he got injured. Um, you know, we're going to get into a bit playing game but what you think of the uh, Blazers and the Grizzlies it was good from the beginning to end like we talked about before Josh showed out he that's a star in the league I mean he can be an MVP candidate and this Grizzlies team is better than what you they show how good they were and I think if Triple J was there it's a different story because they you know they had it they had the A spot pretty much locked down. They had so many ways to make it to the playoffs. This was basically a worst-case scenario. If you got to the playing game, you still can get in. But you look at Ja, Brandon Clark, who I love. I mean, that was an absolute steal. That kid can shoot, rebound. He's tough. You know, my man, Grayson Allen, he can, if he get his head out of his ass, he'll be even, you know what I mean? You can add him onto that list, you know. And Dylan Brooks, he hit some big shots. Man, this – Elsie Unis, I mean, that's another one. Jonas, he double double threat. Lock him up. You they have a nice little five there. And if the bench, you know, look at their bench. You know, you got to adjust these Winslow, you know, former top five pick in the draft. You have what else do they have? Melton. That's another guy. He can shoot. He's a nice, you know, young shooter. And once again, it's another one. Sky's the limit. But it was Dame time and another one was McCollum. This is when he stepped up when his back must have been feeling better because he started, he started giving it to Ja actually. And yeah, man, look at it, look at it, look at it, boom. He's like you couldn't hold him. I mean, he, no. Look at him again. Look, man. boom, boom, step back. Mm. Yeah, CJ in the mid range is definitely. Oh gosh, that's that. He is easily. I'll say he might be top three. He might be the best mid range shooter in the game. Him and CJ yeah. three. But look at Ja, look at him. Yeah, plowing the six-point lead mm-hmm. really, really led his team back in the game. And here's a Duke player who doesn't show up in the clutch. Grayson <laughs> yeah. Allen, you know. Yeah, he, he that was embarrassing. Uh, uh, who, who was it again, Leon? Who was it? Cornamello. <laughs> I mean, you look at these highlights, and what's the common theme? Mello in the clutch. In the corner, knocking down a big shot because that's what he does. Yep, just puts a smile on my face every single time. People thought it was done. It ain't done, man. Shooters still shoot, <laughs> and they get hot, and that's that's what he brings. And I'll bring up this point: how do how does the Lakers feel, huh? Yeah, Jared Dudley over Melo. Mm. This might come back to bite you. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm really happy for Melo. You know, as a Nick fan, I've been a Melo fan since he was in Denver. I mean, I just always wanted to see him just succeed, and I want to see. I really want to see him get a ring. That's one play I just want to see. I don't care where he gets it. I want to see him get his ring, because that's 
Everybody gets on him. Oh, Melo, is he a Hall of Famer? He's a Hall of Famer. I'm hoping he gets the 30,000 points. I think he might play long enough to get there. He's going to be at least in the top 10. And one of the best pure scorers in the game. Nobody has a better jab step move. And I think he's on a perfect team. Yeah, you know, looking at Melo on, on this team, it's kind of like what you see from him on the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. That's when he's at his best. He's the spot-up shooter, mm-hmm. daily knockdown range, but he's not asked to create for himself, although he can do it mm-hmm. um, in spurts. Olympic Melo is unstoppable, and that's mm-hmm. what you're getting right now on the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Um, lucky, lucky he doesn't have a hood. Hoodie Mello. <laughs> That's the next level. <laughs> but what's also amazing is you can see the defensive intensity he's putting into it into his game now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, been questioned for a long time his defensive effort, his integrity. But you see him last night. He, with a few possessions, he got up LeBron. He really mm-hmm. he dug in, moved his feet, mm-hmm. and had active hands. So when he wants to, he can play defense, mm-hmm. just like James Harden. Exactly. And all it takes, I mean, a lot of defense, obviously quick feet, but if you have quick hands, you can make it work. And that's what James Harden, people forget, James Harden has really quick hands when he gets in front of you. And same thing with Melo. He might be, you know, 34, but he still can he still can do it on that end. And plus, it's not a 20-something-year-old LeBron, so you can, you might be able to stay in front of him a little bit easier at the nice. pro level. So we saw an exciting Blazers-Grizzlies 8-9 game, which led to the NBA to possibly change its format uh, for future playing games uh, for an 8-9 seed. Um, Would you like to see this in the future? I'm going to say no with the possible 1-16 seeds and stuff like that. Only reason I don't – it's cool for this – this whole pandemic thing because it was so short. Yes, but if you make it in the regular season, come on, the AFC, you can't have like a eight nine unless they're really if they're like tied or something. You know, if they're tied, fine, playing, that's that's okay. But not like this. It, it just I don't think it's right for the team to actually bust their you know humps all year. You know, to get to that A spot if you barely get in, you know, you get in. But if you're tied. Yeah, that makes sense. But other than that, no, I wouldn't want to see it next year. Got to play devil's advocate on this one. Uh, that's cool. Um, I'm, I'm going to go in agreement and say that I prefer a 1-16 if they ever did it, regardless of conference. Mm-hmm. Although it wouldn't mean they'd have to change up the schedule a lot. Mm-hmm. But if they would ever change the playoff format, I would prefer one uh, tournament bracket 116, just like the uh, March Madness style. Yes, that would be nice. You've been an advocate for that for a while, actually. I think yeah. Adam Silva stole it from you. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I got a lot of other ideas for Silva if he's uh, paying attention. <laughs> uh, Mike Conley leaves for the bubble. Um, for the birth of his child, congratulations to Mike Conley. Absolutely. Uh, Jazz come in and facing off against the Nuggets. Uh, series just tied up at 1 1 with a huge win for Utah over mm-hmm. um, 30 point win, you know, 
knocked it down to 25, but Utah was in cruise control throughout. Um, man, Donovan Mitchell, first game with the 57 spot, mm-hmm. really faced off against Murray. Uh, what you got on the Jazz and the Nuggets here? I loved it. Oh, man, Donovan Mitchell, boy. Yeah. New York stand up, PK stand up. But he actually, he showed out that first game. If he got a little bit more help, man, you never know. But uh, I just had on the side note, it still hurts that, um, you know, we chose Frank over him. Since I'm kind of salty watching this whole series. But uh, it was nice to see Utah get a win. They are a severe underdog in this series. And... But the Nuggets, they're still, you know, I think a superior team because they have too much firepower. So, you know, it's nice that they got a game. They might get another one. But in the end, I think too too strong, too big, too strong. And the Nuggets go, they cruise. Yeah, man, I really enjoyed the back and forth with Murray and Mitchell at the end of game one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something, something special watching two guys just lock up and we go at it. Here we go here. Mm. I mean, my man was unconscious. Yeah, he, he was just like, nah. And they had it, man. They they definitely. Yeah. But yeah, look at the, woo. I just love his, his, his step back is pretty good. His crossover step back is really good and improved from Kentucky on. It's just. Yeah. And, and Mitchell was doing the facilitating work. He, mm-hmm. he uh, did, did everything on the court. Now, you look at the end of the, of the regulation, Gobert plays some really good defense on Joker. Yes, and that's what Gobert does. He is – he can he's stout on defense. You know, they don't call him the Eiffel Tower for no reason. Hey, yo. But, um, <laughs> but definitely he, he can dig in defensively. That, that's, not, that's not a problem for him. And with Joker, he can face the like Joker. He's not the you know fleet of foot, so I think it makes it easier for Gobert to get into him and not have to move as much because you know Joker is not too, not too quick. Witnessing the black screen. Yeah, but Murray just finally went off and led the team to victory. Mm -hmm. As much as Mitchell tried to answer him. Yeah, Jamal was too much and show why he's a max level player. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, this is really exciting to watch. And in game two, um, Utah just broke the brakes of uh, three-point land mm-hmm. um, in, in, the, in the series. Yeah, I wish I saw that. <laughs> I was at work for that one. I was just kind of trying to follow the thread. And I'm like, I saw Mr. Spasta. I'm like, well, he going to work. I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, it's I see Engler as he does he did his thing. Joey I. And mm-hmm. I mean, Utah's another one of those teams. They they're kinda like Oklahoma City. They can just sneak up on you and they're not Oklahoma City is another one where they get hot, man. They get hot. They go in spurts and you not you can't stop them. And Utah keeps it up like this, man. We might have another upset. This is upset is going to be the word of the bubble because somebody's getting upset. I don't know who it is or what teams they're going to be, but I just have that feeling. One of them. Damn sure ain't going to be. Damn sure ain't going to be Brooklyn. Nah, yeah, y'all yeah, might be dead meat. That yeah, you got that broom ready. <laughs> um, 
you know, and, and speaking of Brooklyn, we're going to get into the Nets and the Raptors now. That was a brutal game one. Mm-hmm. Um, the first half was awful. They, it, Toronto showed why they're the champions in the first half. Brooklyn really showed some fight in the second, mm-hmm. cut it to nine, and then Toronto just goes nah, okay. off. He was like, now nah, we just playing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> you pull, um, <laughs> they, they pulled the red. You, <laughs> you know I'm play, You know I'm playing. You know I didn't want my lead back. You come on. You know I'm just joking. <laughs> but like, um, I, I like what I uh, seen out of uh, TLC Cab, well, Cabarro. Yes, I like that. So some promise in the seeding games, really shooting the ball well um, in the playoff series. Matter of fact, in game two, he, he changed the lineup, took Kuroos out of the starting lineup, put Uwawu Cabrero in, and that's why we were able to get off to such a hot start. Yeah. 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 And Latvia yeah, was, yeah, was grounded ass. today. That shit crashed. Fucking terrible. But Toronto wasn't able to shoot as well from the three-point range. They were 9.35 today. But they were off to a hot start in game one, but um, it was it was a bad, bad ending to game two as um, Toronto took the lead in the fourth. Mm-hmm. And then uh, last possession, never even able, even able to get a shot off. Mm-hmm. And, and come to find out, Joe Harris is leaving the bubble. There goes another weapon down. Really? When did they announce that? Uh, about an hour ago, uh, Joe Harris had a, uh, a family matter, I believe, and oh. he's he's left the bubble, so he's gonna miss game three and four. That's and, big. Yeah, that that's gonna be it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No shooters. <laughs> yeah, it's but that's the thing. You gotta, as a net fan, you gotta see the light at the end of the tunnel. Because you knew what it was going to be with no stars there. You see what you have on the horizon. You guys are going to be back in the – if y'all don't go to the Eastern Conference Finals next year, I think they're going to be better than the Bucks. I don't I don't care what anybody says. I think it's going to be BK in the Eastern Conference Finals, possibly the Finals if Kyrie keeps his head on straight. Uh, KD's Achilles holds up. You're not, you're not going to stop him. So that's if you keep Harris around keep Levert around and that whole squad just together. You already built a culture. Keep running with it and we'll see what happens. But I would not if you get swept, you get swept. I mean come on. You have bare minimum. Yeah. They're, they're running like replacement guys out there. Yeah, it's, it's the COVID staff pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate the fight. But um, game one and actually parts of game two mm. Van Vliet um Dropped 30 in game one, eight threes, 11 assists, and then uh, game two scored 13 points in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Restricted free agent coming up, I believe. Do you believe he gets a max contract? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that That's when you make your money <laughs> in the playoffs. That you, that's as we've seen every sport. You play well in the playoffs. And you will get paid. Take it from me, a Nick fan. Jerome James had one playoff series and turned it into thirty-five to forty million. So, but Van Vliet, he's he's good. I mean, I think he's gone after the. You got to chase the money now, man. He's, you know, you're in the prime of your career. If somebody throws that money out there, 
you got to take it. But he's playing like a max guy. If he, he gets close to it, he's either getting close or the max. So, absolutely. You, you think he stays in Toronto or with someone like the Knicks try to offer him a, a high high contract? This is what we're going to see if the Knicks are the old Knicks or not. Because if the old Knicks will actually pay that, and I'm not giving him four years, 80 million with this. I just can't. We're going into the draft with a whole bunch of point guards. So you, you can't really do it. And I can see them making an offer because he is a defense. You know, he can lock you down on defense when he digs in. I can kind of see them shooting an offer over. I'm, I'm hoping not. I mean, I like him, but not that much that he's giving him a max on this squad. Not right now. He's on a perfect he's in a perfect spot. I would stay if I were him and keep it going because he is like he still gets what 25, 30 minutes a game anyway. Mm-hmm. And with Lowry, you never know with his crash and burn kind of play. You don't know how long he's gonna hold up. So but I can see a team maybe like a Phoenix. You put him there, you put him and Booker together, that would look pretty good. You just you never know. There's a lot of teams that need guards out there, and I want to see him go to like a team that he can really put them over that level, like he did kind of last year when they won a championship. Besides Kawhi, but Van Vliet was a definite. He was a cog in that one. Yeah, I, I could see him getting similar to like Brogdon money. Perfect. Um, and, and him and Brogdon are similar players, but. Mm-hmm. Brogdon, you know, has the health issues, and mm-hmm. it's just a matter of him staying on the floor. Uh, I, I think Van Fleet gets his money. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which team, maybe Chicago. Yeah, that's true. They need another point guard, and they really don't have any big contracts anymore, so besides Zach's. But yeah, I can see that. They do need a point, and then you can move um, Hobie White to, you know, the off guard position, kind of. But yeah, I can see that. That's. That'd be real interesting. It's a good pick. Yeah, I, 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 I'm intrigued to see where he uh, where he goes in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, taking a look at next series, the Sixers and the Celtics, a bit of what's on now. And what score? Boston's just having their way with them <laughs> right now. They're up by 22. And Philly had an early lead, and Bede has a look of despair on his face. Um, <laughs> Kemba's oh, playoff debut, Tatum and Brown just doing what they do. Uh, yeah. Where, where you see the Sixers Celtics series going? Five. <laughs> I'm going to get see, five. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, without Simmons, Philly's just no good. It, it just can't. That's their defensive anchor pretty much. And, and B. When he gets down in the dumps, he can only do so much. But his body language, as you can see now, he's just – and Brett Brown's just like, damn, I'm about to get fired. But, um, yeah, they don't have enough. There's not enough hall for it either. You know, the dude is – he's a skilled player. Like, put him on the floor. Like, why is he on the bench right now? I don't see him. Is he in the game? I mean, you... Well, that's because he can't stay in front of Tatum or Brown. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they try to – they tried to line up change tonight, putting Tybo in there, and it clearly didn't work. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, Lord Jesus. Look, they go yeah, that man. T- hand yeah, down, man down. 33 tonight. Yes. Yeah, 
Hand down, man down. There goes that man. But um, yeah, they're done. <laughs> There's no more to say about this one. See you later, Philly. Sandra, that sucks. <laughs> Walk to the couch. <laughs> uh, Gordon Hayward injured in game one. Uh, do you see anyone stepping up to replace, replace his output from the bench? Um, who starts? Oh, you, you got Canner, which he can actually because they, they basically they move Canner and Tice back and forth out of this lineup, so either one of them will be fine. And we talked about Wanamaker, he can hit a few threes, and you know, you don't have any smart. It's, it's kind of like, oh, now you got me thinking, who can really step up for him though? I was looking at a guy like uh, Carson Edwards. Who there you go. Showed up a bit, showed up a bit in the in the in the bubble late. Mm-hmm. He's a bit undersized, but he knocks down some threes. And mm-hmm. remember, he showed out um, last year in March Madness That's in true. the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets in defensively, mm-hmm. but it, it's just a matter of size in the NBA. True. Um, well, I, there you go, Romeo Langford. You, I mean, you can, mm-hmm. you know, he can get some. He can shoot. Actually, he's a, I believe he's an Indiana guy, but he can he can get off his own shot. So maybe he steps up, get you a few points a game. But other than that, they with Tatum and Brown leading the way, they they have enough. To, and with Kemba, they have enough. They have way more than enough to actually, you know, kind of take the brunt of that loss right now. But in the long run, they're gonna need him. Yeah, if you want to make a deep run. Um, Mavs and the Clippers. Real intriguing. Um, Luca's NBA playoff debut really came out shaky. A lot of turnovers early, but um, they overcame an 18-2 deficit and played well until a questionable, questionable KP ejection. I, I, I don't know what the hell that was about. I mean, it's the playoffs. Things are going to get heated. You cannot throw out one of the star guys. You you just can't. I don't know what the hell that was about. That ref, you ought to get a kick in your fucking sack because you just don't you don't do that at all. I mean, yeah, because KP was having a good game too. He was and it was close, but you knew that was going to be a big problem because they had no interior guys and. They were dead to rights too, but let's talk about the fact that Luca put it on Patrick Beverly, Mister. What do you call him? Ninety-four foot, ninety-four feet. Yeah, you got your ass bust from ninety-four feet on. Jesus Christ! But yeah, Luca, he's he's another one. Like everybody calls him slow, but he just has a way of getting to the basket. I think it's more of a smooth like game. And it's more old school because, you know, it wasn't the quickest players that really were like a Larry Bird kind of guy. You know, he wasn't the quickest, but he was so smart when he got on the floor and he just went to work. But for the Mavs to win this series, they need more. I mean, KP and Luka won't be enough. It's all going to come down to the – and Tim Hardaway shot them out of the game too, by the way. He started chucking up, you know. He started pulling Nick Timmy and thinking he was the, he was the guy. Pass the ball, Timmy. It just doesn't work all the time. But, yeah, they need more. Or they're going to be done in five. 
Yeah, man. If Michael K. Gilchrist is he knocked down two threes in early, but you know, the KP ejection hurt him, but mm-hmm. it didn't make any sense because Marcus Morris choked uh, uh, Luca, and KP got ejected. Yeah, that was that was kind of wild. But it's, it's good and, to see. And the first tech was really questionable. Yeah, that one, it was, uh, okay. You know, you know when you start throwing your fist in the air, come on, ref, what are you doing? They're going to tee you up usually for that. But the second one, no, they, they kind of, they overdid it. It's nice to see some toughness from KP. It's nice, it's nice to see him defending, you know, he's growing a pair. Well done, KP. Nice job. Could have did that, could have grew a pair with Phil, but anyway. Oh man, um, yeah, I, I think the refs gave the Clippers one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't think the Clippers gonna win the series, but like you like we said, the the Mavs need another weapon. Maxi Kleber just, just it's not gonna work. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, even my uh, biggest shocker, the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Losing game one to the ABC at Magic without Aaron Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, Lando came out red hot from the outside. They they knocked down 16 out of 41 threes. Vucevic with a 13, 36 and 15 spot. Mm-hmm. And Giannis didn't really have any help down the stretch. Uh, what you make of the Bucks and the Magic? We saw this last year. Magic got a game. Yay, yay, yay. Don't get too hyped. They're still the magic. They're still not that good. I still say, you know, Bucks dominate the series because John is going to come out pissed. And we, like, sometimes, most of the time, when he gets pissed, he, he plays well. Unless it's at the end of games, then he starts to kind of, he gets shaky. But the Magic's another team that just don't have enough, even if Gordon does come back. Like, how are you going to maintain that? That was a more of, Let's shock them. Let you know they started shots started falling, and then, but yeah, can you really see the magic doing anything else? It just if that happens, Jonas is leaving. But um, <laughs> but yeah, just you know, it's one of those shocker games that you just okay, you won just like last year. You can't get hyped over one game because easy as you can go at one zero, you can lose four one. So we'll see. Yeah, um, and you can see. The Bucks, while it's Giannis's team, mm-hmm. Orlando really played good defense on him, despite mm-hmm. him having 31 and 17. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they need more from Middleton. They need more from yep. Brooke Lopez, Pat Connaughton. The Bucks are, are, are have to knock down their threes, but like you said, they regular season kings. They won 53 games for a reason, mm-hmm. but they've been showing some. Uh, Showing some weaknesses in the armor mm-hmm. here in the bubble. I don't know if the Magic have enough to win four games. I mean, they might sneak out another win, mm-hmm. but I would like to see a killer instinct from Giannis if he's supposedly a perennial, perennial MVP candidate. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is going to kind of, I think this will either win or lose him the MVP this year, even though I think it's still LeBron, but. Like you said, I agree. You got to show a killer instinct. This is the magic. There's nobody on the team that can really stop you. Just do what you do. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I see the Bucks coming out strong tomorrow and just taking care of business and really putting, I guess, the magic in their place. I mean, mm-hmm. they get two. If the Magic get two in a row, I'll, I'll definitely be shocked. Yeah, that that's when I start going. Wait, oh boy. But I don't know if I still would be worried. I don't think I'll be worried until they get to that third win. One of the more intriguing matchups we previewed before, the Heat and the Pacers, TJ, Jimmy Butler matchup. They were guarding each other the entire night. Uh, Jimmy and Goran Dragic really took over in the fourth Mm -hmm. uh, to give them the game one victory. Oladipo leaves in the first quarter, poked in the eye. A man catching more bad luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who do you see stepping up for the Pacers in Oladipo's absence? I am going to go with, well, TJ, I'm going to throw, should I say McConnell? Should I really go McConnell? I'm going to go with TJ McConnell. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to say he gets a few more minutes. You know, they're going to – and Miles Turner. I think Miles Turner is going to really step up in his absence because he's he learns how to – he learned how to stretch the floor, and it surprised the hell out of me. But I think him and TJ kind of, you know, push the, push the needle when it comes to this team. But still, the Heat – they have a whole bunch of shooters on that damn team, and I don't know how they're going to do anything. It's it's just rotations, defensive rotations for Indiana. Who Who's going to stop them? You got Robinson there. Jimmy can shoot. You know, Tyler Hero, you know, Bam Adebayo, he's a nice – he got a nice little mid-range now. What, how can you – what can you do? It's – I don't know. Even if anybody does step up. I mean, McDermott, I mean <laughs> – <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna get. It's it's hard because you know TJ can only do so much, and Oladipo has been off from the get go of the bubble. He hasn't gotten his game back. He's still he's he's in game shape, but his rhythm is off. So they, I don't think they have a chance. I hate to say it, but uh, yeah, that that Oladipo injury hurts. Uh, I'm I'm looking for uh, Justin Holiday to really. Uh, coming to his own brother Drew Holiday, one of the triplets. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a lot to ask when you're missing your top gun in Sabonis and um, a key cog off the bench against a very strong defensive team like Miami. Mm-hmm. And now Jimmy Butler's just going in for the kill. He did game one. He he hit the the two threes to ice the game. <laughs> Man, yeah. you, you, know, you know that felt good for him. Yeah, and, and you know, he says his beef is over with TJ, but you know, in his mind, it it it, it never leaves. Yeah, Jimmy Butler ain't shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> petty. You know he petty. <laughs> oh yeah, serving dirty coffee. <laughs> Nasty ass. <laughs> Charging twenty dollars, damn coffee. Better go ask for that Bustello. Oh man, that's wild. <laughs> um, this series, the Rockets and the Thunder. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out where the Thunder firepower is going to come from. Oklahoma City Thunder and Houston Rockets. 
Oh, with me? Oh, okay. I'm oh, like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was wondering um, where the Thunder's firepower is going to come from because the uh, Rockets just shot him out the gym last night. 23s. <laughs> James Harden, Eric Gordon, and Daniel, Daniel the Thunder Wild just did, they didn't move on offense. No. It, it was... It was a bad showing, man. They 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 tried to get back, and Danilo was the only one able to put like actually hitting shots. You know, Chris Paul had a decent game, but it seems like he's shrinking every time the playoffs happen. You need him to step up. It just doesn't happen. You know, Danilo. You know, Shy Alexander. You can't expect that much from him because it's like a deal with looking at headlights right there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like, okay, I'm in the playoffs. You know, Chris Paul got to rein that kid in because he was kind of wild trying to do too much on the floor and yeah what the hell are you gonna Muscala what, what, what do you who are you gonna get something from Noel he's he's not an offensive threat and you right. you need somebody there um you know Steven Steven Adams I mean he you know he can only do so much they don't have enough fire like you said they don't have enough firepower there's, there's no way I I know what with West even with Westbrook gone you know Daniel House stepped up Ben McLemore stepped up I mean, you had guys just corner that five that was five out that they run. He mm-hmm. said that that works, man. That just with PJ, he can shoot himself. So you kind of it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, Jeff Green had like a turn back the clock night. He put up mm-hmm. twenty three, knocking down threes, and and uh, moves like he was twenty two again. Mm-hmm. Um, but. OKC cannot get into a three-point shooting contest with Houston, and that's exactly how Houston lures you in. Mm-hmm. You know, the Thunder stopped moving on offense. They thought they can keep up with the threes, and that's how you lose by 25. Mm-hmm. As soon as Thunder knocked it down to within 10 to 12, here come the Rockets again, knock down two, three more threes. Before you know it, it's back up to 22. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, their help defense was just bad because as you watch Houston's offense they run off a lot of picks mm-hmm. and they call it okc got caught so many times flat footed and once you do that if you can't come over those screens or get under them quick enough you're, you're done it's that's it but yeah um I, the, the thunder can't get into a uh, a racing match with the rockets mm-hmm. hopefully paul can utilize the pick and roll with Adams because that's what's going to kill the Rockets all night. But, mm-hmm. you know, utilize the mid-range. I, I, I still don't think the Thunder have enough firepower. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Rockets can shoot them out of themselves out of one game and the Thunder can pick up one, but mm-hmm. I, I don't see the Thunder uh, winning this series here. Yeah, I, th- I thought it would be close, you know, nice close game with Westbrook not being there, but the Rockets are incredibly deep with shooters, so that that gets them, yeah. you know, that keeps them in a lot of games, but also it kills them against really good teams because once you shoot yourself out of a game against a good team, you're pretty much done. Right, right, and we saw an example of that uh, uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the most exciting series of them all, the Blazers and the Lakers. Second eight seed to win on, uh, to win on the day. Mm-hmm. Lillard, Carmelo, CJ. They all did what 
they were expected to do. My my main guy was Hassan Whiteside last night. Uh, defensive presence. Um, Nurkic played well, but he got into a lot of foul trouble. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with the Lakers is just their their roster. No, no help. <laughs> they could not hit an open shot all night. Nope. KCP is supposed to be a knockdown shooter. Nope. Danny Green is supposed to be a knockdown shooter. Nope. I mean, like, like we said before, we were having a little discussion. Where's J.L. Smith? You know J.L. can play, yeah. right? I mean, he 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 might be going up the hitting sometimes, but J.L. can still, you know, light it up and get hot and help your team. You know, Kuzma, did he do anything yesterday? He had a, about 14 to 17 points. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. AD, he was off pretty much. Um, Caruso, or Caruso, go as LA fans call him. Yeah, he better Caruso sit his ass right on the bench. But, um, no, they just, they play like that again. They're going to be, you about to see another upset, uh, eight beating a one because Portland's, they smelling blood, right? They smelling blood out in the water, and LA better get it together. Deion Wade has played too many minutes. Me. I mean, I don't think he, I don't think he played enough. I, I, I think, know. I think you're seeing way too much of Caruso. I think you're seeing yeah. way too much of KCP. Danny Green is out there because of defense. Uh, well, yeah, defense and his name. You know, mm-hmm. Playoff time. just because he, yeah. Just because he has a championship, but I, I believe you need to see more Jr. and mm-hmm. and Dion. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. I, I also don't, I also don't think the Lakers will shoot five thirty two from three or another game. So yeah, I'm not too worried about the total uh, outcome yet, but mm-hmm. I would be worried if they have another shooting exhibition like this for game two. Oh, absolutely. It's, you better get us together. But I'm still saying Blazers in seven. <laughs> I'm going to stick to it. I think they I think they pull it. I think they do it. And then you talk about shaking the room. That would shake the bubble. That might put a little pierce in the bubble if that happens. Well, yeah, considering you, you don't have to travel to L.A., you don't have to deal with the, that crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lillard, his legacy would just grow some more mm-hmm. as if it hasn't, you know, grown enough already mm-hmm. to knock off the volunteer Lakers, you know, for Kobe. And speaking of which, we're going to throw out the Black Mamba uh, jerseys. It was supposed to break him out for the second, mm-hmm. for the next series, but according to you, they'll never make it there. I don't think so. I, I really think they they fuck it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you, if you can't, like I said, if those guys don't get going, what do you have? Like Portland, you know what you're going to get. But now it's just LeBron, AD, and who's going to be your third wheel? Of course, Kuzma, yeah, but, you know, he still has his little his moments where he just doesn't show up in games. And come playoff time, all hands on deck. Somebody got to show up. Who's going to be the hero for you? Because LeBron, you know, he can't do it all anymore. You know, he pulled the triple-double and you're still lost. So that's not looking good for you. 
And LA better shape up, boys. Shape up. Yeah, they're going to be in a load of trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like, yeah, Boston can wrap this one up. Mm-hmm. 128, 101, the final there. Um, let's see. I'm going to get into the ladies. So they're uh, at the midway point of their mm-hmm. season. Uh, yeah, some exciting, exciting uh, games past week, mm-hmm. but halfway through the season, 22 game season. I'm um, gonna take a look here at the standings. I already got my final pick already. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, man, the, the storm is just leading the way at 11 and one. Uh, the Aces at eight and three, Sparks seven and three, Minnesota Lynx seven and three, Chicago Sky eight and four. Poor Libby. Uh, got the Mercury at six. Oh wait, sorry. No, that's fine. Connecticut Sun. Five and seven, Dallas Wings at four and seven. Uh, the top eight make the playoffs. Uh, top two seeds receive a double buy in in the in the playoffs. Seeds three and four receive a single buy, and uh, single elimination goes to single elimination games uh, until the semifinals. And with the with their setup, basically, you can see a West and West team in the final, isn't it? It's not Eastern and Western or something like that, right? Right. Okay. So. It, yeah. It, it. There's no conference. It's all based off record. Um, all the teams face each other twice. Um, the storm has just been rolling through. <laughs> um, the Aces were one of the hottest teams in the league. Uh, they won. Seven straight. Mm-hmm. We lost last night to the sky, which was a thriller of a game. That was a good game, yeah. Um, but um, I'm, I'm well. You got the. I think the Mercury is going to come along too. That's another team that I think if they get they get hot, and they get healthy, they're going to be a problem. Don't forget about the Sparks. They still have a a pretty good squad, and. Like I said surprisingly, like I said, we talked about Connecticut. I even I said I'm like I was surprised that they're on four stud. I'm like, what the hell's going on? They have a decent team and they're starting to come on a little bit. They can they're gonna fight for a spot in the young Dallas Wings. You know right. they're fighting for a spot too, so it's gonna get real interesting. Yeah, the Sun were uh winners of six straight. They lost the other night. But uh right on the Dallas Wings, uh Ogumba Wale. Leading scorer in the WNBA, 20 points, uh, over 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I had her as my player of the week. She balled out uh, against the Mercury. Um, 30, 33, knocked down six threes. Damn. Yeah, that's yeah. – <laughs> That's hard to beat that. I'm going to – I'm going to double one – I'm going to double that. Because you can't <laughs> – 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just like, damn. I'm just thinking. I just had names, and I'm just like, oh, she's doing that good. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna double that. She she balled out. She deserved it. She's a she's a gunner too. I mean, they got a lot of a lot of shooters in the league, man. But yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. She definitely gets a spot for me. Yeah, man. Uh, congrats to Dewana Bonner of the Connecticut Sun. And uh, Nafisa Collier of the Minnesota Lynx, they were named WNBA Players of the Week. Um, Bonner is a certified uh, gunner in the league. I believe she came from Phoenix, uh, coming off the bench, one of six women of the year. Uh, in the starting lineup this year for the Sun, but uh, she's really bowing out for a playoff contending team. And, you know, just like we said before, you know, these women can play. Um, who who would you be your MVP candidate uh, midseason? If she didn't have a losing team, I would say Kelsey Mitchell, because she's yeah. stepped up her game thirst in her third season. She has done nothing but improve. But I was gonna say Brianna Stewart. That was gonna be, but she's close or Aja Wilson. They're, they're right there, but I'm going to throw a little wrench. I'm going to say Brittany Griner. Mm. She's averaging 18, I believe, seven boards and two blocks. And even mm. she's averaging like three assists to a game. And, you know, she hasn't missed a beat either. She's still doing the thing, blocking shots, still one of the premier offensive players in the league. Um, I said, it's, it's a nice story. It's, it's a nice, you know, Three ways out with Aja, Brianna, and them. There's a three that can easily win it, but I'm going to go with Brittany with, you know, she's good on both ends of the floor. And I'm, just, I'm definitely going to go with Brittany. Let her get her first one. She's won everything but the MVP. So I like it. That's, that's a good pick. Um, I, I like uh, my girl Vanda Sloot from the uh, sky. Called <laughs> you know, out last night. 15 points, 15 assists. Like 10 in like the first half. Yeah. And game winning assist um, to seal the victory against the Aces. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she she always bowls out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I call it uh, Steve Nass. That's well deserved. Oh, also, rookie of the year, Crystal Dangerfield from Minnesota. That kid, she can play. She's yeah. averaging 13, 13 and 3 right now. But mm-hmm. with, you know, and that school going down, Chris Dangerfield, it was another one, too. I can't remember that girl's name. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I got to look it up right quick. Hold on. But, yeah, Chris Dangerfield definitely is my pick for rookie of the year. Oh, my God. Man, so many notifications. <laughs> Listen, and I don't think she – and I don't think Dangerfield was, like, a top pick in the draft either. Which is crazy, the way she's playing. What's another one? Yeah, I can't find it. But yeah, definitely Sabali. There you go. Oh, Satu. Yeah, she. Yeah, Satu. Yeah, yeah. That was another one. There was going to be one of those two that wins the Rookie of the Year. But those two both they can play. That's a female unicorn. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Pretty much does everything: shoot, blocks, rebounds, everything. And, and my poor Libby, 
Going for that number one pick again. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's going to be rough. Oh, yeah. They lost about 40 points last night. Yeah, they got their ass whipped. <laughs> Good Lord almighty. But, yeah, let's talk about this this Dallas Wings team. I, I really like them. But look, 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 look at that. Yeah, so he, here's some footage of um the Dallas Wings and the Phoenix Mercury from last weekend. Mm-hmm. Mwale just balled out. Yeah, 33. You know, her pull-up game reminds me of Westbrook. Yes. I see that form, too. Yeah, that looks... Oh, yeah. Look at that. She's smooth with it, man. Is that rotation? Yeah. She's... Man, that's just perfect. Yeah. So, I checked out this move here from Brittany. See that? See? She made that look easy. Like, you can't... What are you going to do with that? And you don't realize how strong she is? Until you actually watch her play. Bang. Yeah. Skyler really knocked down some threes uh, towards the end of this game. And as one of the big three, with the, Diana was her first game back mm-hmm. after missing a few games with a back injury. Mm-hmm. She, she had a good game, too. She had like 14. But I don't think she got over 20. But, nah. but, yeah. but look at this team. This team runs. That's another thing Dallas does. They run. Yeah, they show their youth and they run. <laughs> Reminiscent of freaking the other team in Dallas, they like to run. And what's that? I kind of wish this, they had more teams in the league so they can kind of split it up like the NBA did, like from East and West, like they used to. But you know, with a lot of a few of the defunct teams. But hey, they're still enjoyable, even though you know you blink and the season's over. But Hopefully they get it extended a little bit just to see more of these girls actually get some more playing time and more action on the floor and get a little bit more, you know, exposure. Yeah. And we're going to take a look at um, the – this was last night's game with the Sky mm-hmm. and the Aces. So oh. the Aces were up by about 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Sky came back. Took the lead. This, these games are always good between these two teams. I swear, man. Yeah, so so last year, uh, elimination game, uh, Hamby hits a half-court shot, mm-hmm. put the aces up 93-92, and that's how they yeah. And then earlier this year, uh, Allie Quigley hits a mm-hmm. shot at the buzzer to, to beat the aces. So... This here, um, Aces closed out on like a 10 0 run. Sky comes back, Bandy Swoop with her last assist of the game. Mm-hmm. The game winning layup. It was a pretty nice, well designed play. Mm-hmm. They do but, that pretty uh, well. Yeah, they, they really do run the fundamentals uh, really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish you would have had that reverse layup I was talking about. That's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find it myself. <laughs> we'll look for it after this one. But yeah, that was pretty nice. But yeah, like, what do you so? What do you have for your finals picks for these ladies? I know we all agree on one of the teams. <laughs> Seattle is way too deep. Yeah, that's at least one. The second team is kind of, kind of. I wanted to say the Sparks, but I don't know if they have enough. But what I'm hoping for is. Freaking Mercury, because I want to see Brianna and Brittany go at it. 
that that you talk about a primetime matchup and just everything Tarasi versus Bird and you have just so many players there coming together. Even the Aces too. That would be a nice one. But I definitely if Seattle gets knocked off before that, I'll be shocked. Yeah, I, I, I can't I can't see it. I'm sorry. They're too they're too strong, too bit too good. Not to, but yeah, I would love to see a Mercury Storm finals. I probably see a a storm sky final, uh, all weather related. But I like that. <laughs> you know, I was I'm a big fan of a sky backcourt. You know, Randy Swoop quickly, and I I think that team is deep. Not to mention uh, the shields. Yes. Cobber and um, uh, Dolson. It's my girl right there. Connecticut, yeah, I love Stephanie Dolson. So I uh, I have a Storm Sky final. I mean, I'm going to be shocked if the Aces made it. But, you know, the Aces and Sky are probably going to duel each other out and knock one of one of the – knock each other out. Mm-hmm. I would pick if the Storm in the Sky. That's definitely, that's a good one. But, yeah, definitely – I want to see how this shakes out. I'm definitely going to run. I'm going to get into it a little bit more. It's been so many games coming on, trying to freaking watch everything. You're like, damn, I missed that game. Then you tell me, oh, man, they had a good game. Look at this highlight right here. And I'm like, damn, I missed it. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to catch the second half a little bit more to WNBA because I want to see who comes along and, you know, steps up, just like the bubble, just like the, mm-hmm. the NBA. You never know who's going to come along. Yeah, man. Um, like you said, there's been a, it's a lot of sports on uh, TV. I mean, you, Hell, I need multiple screens to watch them all. So, <laughs> yeah, I might have to follow you on that one. Yeah, man, you know, you got the iPad here, got my TV here, got my computer here. I got, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's a lot of things to watch. And this is what we've been asking for after what mm-hmm. four months of not what? a damn thing, <laughs> not a goddamn thing. So, mm. you know, count our blessings and, you know, Enjoy the show. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, yeah, and you know we're gonna close this one out real, real fast. We see Dallas up eight nothing real, real early. Mm-hmm. And everybody's been coming out their early leads, and they end up losing. Look at Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, look at Philly, and then Philly got their doors blown off. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's gonna be uh, KP shooting like a bitch. Sorry. I don't know. He's still, still my guy, but I'm going to get on him every chance I get. Sorry. Uh, I, I hear you kind of like me and hockey. I get it. You can't fight. You can't resist. Listen, I'm hyped on hockey. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, I never I never experienced the number one pick before, so this is like a new experience. This is this is like, this is yeah, great. Man. The couple I mean, lottery. Yo, speaking of the number one pick, um, we ain't getting shit. Yeah, we might come on here tomorrow and uh, get your reaction to the lottery. Um, <laughs> you number one. Maybe you had the number one. You think the Knicks gonna get it? Hell no, we getting like sixth. <laughs> well, as long as we get in the top four, I'm fine. I- I'll be good with that. Yeah, we might do a reaction when you just see me sit here and just, just look at the TV and it's gonna pop up number eight. New York Knicks, I'm gonna go, oh my fucking God. Well, what's the point of losing? Y'all might as well get good. Because this ain't working. Obviously, being one of the worst teams ain't working for us. 
that's just but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Who who they go Luca again? Oh, he got Doc mad. Yeah, Doc's angry. Yeah. Austin better watch out after the bubble. Yeah, man. I I, I mean just to see your reaction of a the Knicks ticket <laughs> guy who you know won't play for another four years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, we're gonna get um Tokus Manarakasis from um from somewhere in Serbia that never pan out to be shit. Uh, piss everybody well piss me off actually. But yeah, I'm gonna as as the fan I am, I'm gonna hold not high hopes, but I'm gonna have some kind of hope. If they finally get it right, they got it right with RJ, I believe. They got it with Mitch. Now they got to figure everything else out. Mm-hmm. And Frank, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on the Frank train. Like I said, I'm not gonna get over it. Phil, you make me sick. But still, to this day, fucking Phil. But yeah, yeah we're gonna, we're gonna see. Yeah, I'll do a reaction. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll jump on for a bit for the lottery and. Uh... You know, get get your reaction and take over the team. Pretty sure Bulls will pick seven. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm t- I'm telling you, Bulls don't want to. Man, that's y'all pick. The Knicks are always four to four to six somewhere in that area. Four mm-hmm. to nine. Bulls are always seven. That's what happens. Watch them. Yeah, maybe Cleveland to get number one again. Yeah, man. Death taxes and Bulls at seven. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Man, they're kicking their ass. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Mavs are kicking their ass. Um, you know, I, I guess I'll pretty much end it for us on 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 this week. Um, you know, we got pod jobbers Thursday nights. Baby. Audible Tuesday nights. Dog City Monday nights. Absolutely. And in the lab right before us. Seven o'clock, food life, Chef Matt, Chef Je- Chef Johnny, um, cooking up some dishes, doing an amazing job. Absolutely. Uh, oh yeah. Absolutely, finger licking good. Yeah. Probably finger looking good tomorrow, man. I'm telling you, Nick's gonna be at nine. Oh yeah, I swear. Man, we got like a point nine chance of getting that. And if that happens, the Lord hates us. <laughs> Find another squad or something. Just kidding. But yeah, it's yeah, check out all the pod you know the podcasts, everybody. Just keep doing what you're doing. Great shows. Audible. Like you said, Matt and Randy do an awesome job. Check out their show from was it yesterday? Yeah. Check that shit out. It was I actually finally finished it. Check it out now. I mean, right now. What you doing? Drop everything and watch that shit because it's great. Uh, Dong City was good, even though they shit on the Mets once again half of the damn time. I'm going to get on that show and we're going to have an argument. Y'all need to learn. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just it's the life difference. As Henry always says, it's it's going to keep growing. And we appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, congrats again to the group for Reaching for your members, invite your friends, invite your family. You know, do what we do, and yeah, don't don't invite your wife. It's about to get. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm not inviting my wife. I'm sorry. I'm good. Yeah, Devin Booker and his son's bubble. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, man, we didn't. Damn, we should have went over that. 
I mean, she was glad that she got a train rolled on her, boy. She was happy. It's no code, bro. No code. Nah. I guess it's just, <laughs> it ain't sure if the homies can't have no, but <laughs> I'm sorry. It ain't, it ain't happening over here. I ain't sharing with nobody. Ain't no, no, no sloppy. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, Man, I just got checking out for kids on YouTube, bro. Yeah, this, this is. Gonna work. We don't want that one. Can't get too sloppy in Baller's life. <laughs> Take us home, darn it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, again, thank you for uh, thanks for your time, bro. And, you know, Absolutely. you can catch us uh, on the YouTube channel, Life Group Podcast, Step Back. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple. Uh, you can catch this one. You can catch our previous episodes, all audio. We're uh, there. And uh, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. And, you know, catch you same time next week. Eight o'clock, same time, same group, same place. Same color. Time. Fall out. As usual.